0: A production of Word South, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers.
1: What does it take to create award-winning local video and how can you set yours apart? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Store Connect the Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Johns, and I'm joined today here by Tom Duggan and Nick Noakes, both of DTC. Tom is the video production specialist. Tom, thanks for being here.
2: Good to be here today.
1: And Nick is the video production supervisor here at DTC, so thank you, Nick, for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thanks. Now, we've had this on the list uh, ever since I saw that you guys won um, the award last year at the 2017 Telechoice uh, Awards at the... Um, the NTCA PR and Marketing Conference in San Diego. I've had it on the list to come speak to you guys, and we happen to be up here um, at DTC working on some other uh, work with you guys. Thought it'd be great to record an episode just to talk a little bit about um, the award and, and what you guys do. So, first off, I guess congratulations on uh, on winning.
2: Well, thank you much. We, you know, it was a great honor for us. Uh, you know, we submitted our entry last year, and I, I don't guess Nick and I, either one really knew what to expect, and then. Um, of course, our marketing director, Janie Milowski, came a little while after the conference and told us that we won. And uh, I think it was, it was overwhelming to us. It was very humbling, but a big honor for both of us. Well, sure, to be
1: recognized you know, within the industry for, for doing a good job of what you're doing, that, that's great. So let's talk a little bit about the application. So what did you guys send in um, in terms of, of, of the package to represent? Obviously, the judges aren't going to watch your whole season worth of high school football. So what did you guys send in?
0: I believe it was a five-minute video, if I'm not mistaken, and it was a, a brief synopsis of some of the types of video shots that you'll see during a typical high school football live broadcast that we do each fall.
1: All right, and of course, here in Tennessee, um, you know, football is probably the big thing. Is that the, is that the biggest thing on the local network that drives the most traffic, or what are some of your most watched things that you guys show?
2: Sports certainly are big. I think probably football and, uh, football's really one of the only live to TV events that, that we do on the channel as of right now. And of course we stream it live as well. And in fact, this year we've added Facebook live as another platform in which we, we stream the game. And so we've seen it grow in popularity each and every year. And, uh, uh, we have a lot of local events, certainly that watch, but I, I guess sports would rank right up there at the top. And, uh, you know it's the South football. Everybody seems to love football, and uh, it seems like on Friday night, if they're not at the game, there's a lot of folks tuned in to watch our coverage.
1: Sure, and I'll watch you about the. Fa- I'll ask you about the Facebook Live again in a minute because that's something interesting to talk to. But aside from sports, you guys do uh, it's bingo and a couple of other things. So are there are there other things that you guys put on there aside from sports? Yeah, we do. Uh, well, the bingo
0: that you mentioned, uh, we do our own version of. Blackout Bingo that airs uh, a new episode each week for nine months out of the year, and that's been extremely popular. Um, It also drives some traffic to the stores because the customers come in each month to get a new card. So uh, it's another way to to get us in front of them to maybe market to them whatever new services that we might have or just retaining them over the long term. Um, We also do some local programs that are based around residents in our communities. We have one called Saluting America, where we'll interview different uh, army or war veterans and talk about their service to our country, or maybe uh, policemen or firemen, or or anyone in the uh, trade of serving other people. That we try to interview them, and then uh, and when we're not producing local content, we're filling up our channel with a lot of public domain programming, classic TV. Programs and movies from uh, years gone by, and that always seems to be pretty popular as well.
1: Sure, feel free to get as much into this question as, as you want to, or 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 not. Um, but is this the the TV channel? Did you guys kind of from the beginning? Has it been thought of as a uh, as a profit center or a differentiator? Kind of something you guys offer that competition can't, or how does it kind of fit into the overall um, uh, view of of I guess just where does it fit into the cooperative?
0: Well, the big thing with the co-op is, if, is that you're owned by those that you serve, so I think first and foremost, um, the idea was what can we do to give back to those that basically do business with us and have supported us f- for so many years, and uh, that was the first thing that we wanted to do. Of course, it is all about uh, trying to stay viable in a business market as well, and um, it was definitely in our minds when we developed our local channel to try to create something that was unique that the larger companies providing TV service probably would not take
1: the time to do uh, like we are doing. So, Sure, and you guys are able to do ad insertion on it for commercials, that sort of thing as well? Yeah, we do.
0: Uh, we have ad insertion on the other networks on our TV service. We do have uh, local advertising as well between the programs on our
1: own uh,
0: local channel.
1: Now, you talked just a second ago about the way you said that you guys would do it a way that other folks aren't doing it. So so tell me a little bit, and, and we can go to, to Tom first, but um, just a little bit about what you think that you guys do on sports coverage in particular that is um, – you know that helped earn this award and and that kind of uh you know gives you all a distinct position um compared to others
2: well, I'll tell you one thing that stood out when we got the judge's remarks back was you know they compared it to what you would see on a major network and, and I think Nick and I wanted to put that product out there that it just wasn't out there one camera now, when we started doing football back in two thousand nine we it was simpler then, and we didn't do the live stream and live to TV. So we kind of went out there with a couple of cameras and a couple of announcers, and we, and we did the basics. But as we've gone and grown, you know, Nick and I have always brainstormed, and, and, and I laugh about this, but in <laughs> joking, I'm I'm kind of serious about it. Nick is really the brains, and I'm kind of the mouth behind the operation. But my years of sports combined with his, uh, you know, knowledge of technology has really blended well together. So we wanted to grow this. You know, Nick's not a sports fan, but he'll watch ESPN or Fox Sports or something to get ideas. And I've been, you know, covering high school sports now for about 25 years. So working together, we were able to just come up with, you know, more and more things. Graphics. Uh, we started adding to the crew, and of course, when we got the opportunity to go live, I think around 2011 or 2012, we jumped on that and uh, first started with the live stream. So I guess when you say we're we're trying to we're trying to be on the cutting edge, we're trying to be the leader, possibly in this market and this. Um, you know with cooperatives as far as what they're doing with high school sports and even all the programming we do we want it to look professional we want it to look the best it possibly can sound the best it possibly can we take a lot of time and uh, very meticulous about it and that's one thing i really admire about Nick he is he is very detail oriented always wants it to be the very best it can be
1: sure well let's talk to the the brain here for a minute then and
0: uh, <laughs> no pressure there right
1: right, right. so what uh, what do you think it is that you guys do that really sets you apart
0: I think, like he said, a lot of it's the attention to detail. What we try to do is always make DTC look bigger than we are. I mean, that kind of sums it up. So um, where you might see another media outlet or a school even producing their own content, they might go out with a single camera and, and put a microphone on the PA announcer We approach it totally different. We approach it more like a a game that you would see that's sandwiched on the two channels beside us on the lineup. We're channel three, DTC3, sandwiched between the Nashville ABC affiliate and the Nashville NBC affiliate. We want our quality to basically tie in as well as we can get it uh, with those that are around us. So what we'll do is uh, we'll go out with, for instance, on high school football broadcasts that are live, we'll have three camera operators, two that are stationed in the same location throughout the game and one that is wirelessly roaming up and down the sidelines with a sideline reporter and he'll be getting all the scoop on injuries on the field and giving us scoring updates throughout the region during the game and uh, while that's going on of course Tom is as good as I've ever worked with when it comes to announcing sporting events. We are so lucky to have him Uh, As part of our team, and he knows this area, having worked in the radio side of the house for sports for so many years, he already knows all the programs and a lot of even the families of the players that are on the team. So he really adds that level of uh, knowledge in the game. And then he'll have someone helping him do the uh, color announcing. And then, of course, we have the sideline reporter. But in in addition to those people, the people you don't see, usually I'm in – our broadcast van. We actually have our own uh, full-size OB van, outside broadcast van, that we drive on location to every game and wire in. And I'll be in there producing and directing and other duties as assigned, as they say. (laughs) Whatever comes up (laughs) in a live production, as you know, with live, you just really never know what you're going to get into. Uh, But beside me, I'll have an instant replay operator and a graphics operator. So... Um, one thing you don't see hardly at all in the local coverage of sports is instant replay and we've been using that for many, many years. And uh, I think that always is a wow factor that people just don't expect when we go and do a game. And with the graphics too, a lot of times you'll see people cover a game but you won't know how many seconds are left in the quarter before a big play or what the scoring is and amount of uh, possessions and that sort of thing. So. Uh, We always try to make our broadcast look as good as it can. We hire uh, freelance graphic designers to do our packages, our intro, outro videos, going to halftime. We uh, put commercials of our own in there. We'll also sell ads to others in there. And um, we just really try to make it as big of an experience as we can make it.
1: Definitely. Well, well, you mentioned other duties as a sign. So, Tom, let's talk a little bit, uh, put your, your PR hat or, or your marketing hat on, because uh, I know you do a little bit of that, too. But what have you guys done to help kind of promote, um, you know, by now it's been around enough for people probably know about it, but early on or, or ongoing, what have you guys done to kind of promote uh, the coverage and let people know that you guys are, are delivering this
2: kind of service? Well, as you know, social media is such a huge platform now, and we really try to push social media as much as we can, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Uh, We, you know, we've got our sideline reporter, in addition to reporting during the course of the game, might be tweeting updates, might be sending pictures. Same thing with Instagram. Just always, even during the course of a telecast, we want people to know. So if somebody's scrolling past on Twitter and they say, oh, DTC3 is doing a game tonight, and they'll pop over on our channel. So social media has been a big presence with that. I think being visible in the community is probably as important as anything, and uh, uh, our CEO has really gotten on board with wanting to go out and, and not just be part of the schools and televisor games, but to be partners with the schools in our communities and, and partners with the people within the community. So I think DTC, especially these last several years, I know that I've seen it firsthand, has done a wonderful job cultivating relationships within the communities, and, and I think that's as important. To what we do is anything rather than just throw a game out there. Let's go out, let's meet the people, and let's let's be part of the community rather than just putting out a product.
1: Sure, I have uh, two questions left for you guys, but uh, you ta- you touched on social media there. You mentioned Facebook Live earlier. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing with Facebook Live uh, this year, Tom.
2: Well, what we've started doing is uh, we've got our own DTC Communications Facebook page, of course, and uh, uh, this is kind of a Nick uh, endeavor this year. Is w- Again, we've been live streaming the game, I think, for since about 2011, 2012. The years go by so fast now, but uh, uh, Facebook Live now is something that, that Nick can post our live stream to it on our DTC page and of course if uh, if they're not aware of the stream itself on our our website page well somebody might scroll across it on Facebook and see it there and uh, you know we've even had folks to share it on their personal Facebook pages if it's somebody that, let's say a parent or a grandparent or something runs across and they're you know their family members playing in the football game well they can also share that to their Facebook live so then you're kind of building an audience through an audience of other folks as well so th- that's been huge i think that's added a, a lot of viewers and-, and a lot of awareness to what we've been doing with with football and other events uh, i know one of the live event we've done that uh, we've used the Facebook Live platform is the Smithfield Fiddlers Jamboree, which is uh, an event that's uh, going on about 50 years that occurs in Smithfield, Tennessee. It's a Appalachian music festival craft show, and it's been one of the South's biggest events for many, many years for that type of music. And I think we've become the first uh, media entity to cover that event wall to wall from the very beginning to the very end. We're talking probably a you know, 30, 35 hour event over the course of two days. And again, we've been able to use the Facebook live platform really to to promote that event as well.
1: Well that's great um, and you know like you said outside of uh, sports may be the king but there are other events like that certainly to look for so I've got uh, just one question each for you guys say and we'll start with Nick and then we'll go to Tom but if there is another telco out there is listening to this podcast and they're saying I'd either like to start local programming or I've got my local programming like you said with the one camera up high panning left and right what's some advice that you would give them if they want to either start it up or, or step their game up
0: I guess uh, take it seriously I guess is really the big the biggest advice make it look as good as you can um, not just uh from a programming content aspect, but the quality of the production I think is very important because when it looks like it was done cheaply, it gives it a worth. It kind of lessens its worth, I guess, to others that see it. And you really want to make it something to be proud of. It's got your name stamped all over it, so you don't want to um, take that too lightly. Make sure your graphics look great. Make sure the audio sounds great, not just the video, but make sure the picture looks great. Uh, We went HD several years ago before any of the other local content channels that I'm aware of in the area. And one of the main reasons was uh, we wanted to give that same look and feel and quality of anybody else. Uh, that's doing it if you'll take it serious and make the very best product that you can that you're sticking your own name and logo on uh, i think you'll be rewarded handsomely for it
1: great well tom i know you have a a basketball game that you got to cover a little bit later today so we won't keep you too long but uh, same question for you what advice would you give to another telco who's looking to step up their game uh, with local video content
2: well i'm gonna piggyback a bit off what nick said i think it's attention to detail and, and, and take it seriously i mean do your homework and uh You know, that's one thing about Nick. Um, He he takes a lot of time to really look and really dig and really look. And he he invests a lot of time to to make the product better. You've got to spend the time. So, you know, be patient and and don't get in a hurry and just try to put out a product. Be patient, do your homework, dig in. And I'm going to go back to the, the personal relationships again. I think that's as important as anything you do to get in your communities and uh, to make yourself known and to work with those that you're going to be featuring on your telecast. If it's not sports, if it's another event, you know, make it personal. Get to know your people, you know, on a personal level. And and I think that goes as far as, as all the detail you can put into it as well. Certainly.
1: Well, I wanted to thank you guys again for being on here. Uh, That was Tom Duggan, a video production specialist at DTC, and then Nick Noakes, video production supervisor at DTC. Congratulations again, guys, for the award. They won the 2017 Local Video Content Telechoice Award for the 10,000 and above um, categories, NTCA's um, biggest category. So thank you guys again for being on, and uh, congratulations once again. Thank
2: you. Thank Thank you so much.
1: I'm your host, Andy Johns, and I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast,
0: a production of Word South, a content marketing company.